How did it go with your mom? Oh, it was, uh, she's just like, you know, she just never has been a person to reach out and communicate, you know, with me. And now that I've moved and, you know, she all of a sudden wants to have this relationship that's never, we've never had. And then, you know, she's tried for, I want to say like a month and a half. Uh-huh. And I haven't responded in the way that she wants. So now she's of like, course. I'm not, no longer going to try. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know. It's like a lifetime of like being conditioned not not yeah. to open up. And also it's like, I just don't, she acts like it's like I'm personally ignoring her. And I'm like, no, I when I get super busy, I'm shitty responding to everyone. Like, I don't respond to, well to anyone. And it, yeah. it's not something that I do that I say, like I'm saying like, oh, you have to deal with it. But at the same time, it's like, that's just who I am, you know? Like, you can't, it's not something that I do intentionally. I, I, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying that, like, you know, it, she acts like it's, she's like, oh, when Star's mom calls, I bet that you, and I go, I don't talk to Star's mom. Like, my mom went through the same thing. Yeah. The same thing. And it's only going to get weirder now that you're about to get married. I promise yeah. you. But my mom and I had, like, a huge fight where she didn't talk to me for, like, four days, which is a long time for my mom because she texts me every day for, like, oh, um, and she thought that I loved Hakima more than her and that I had found a new family. It was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> that is, it's super weird and it's just like you know we lost you, you. Know, it's just i don't know we lost you it's just oh sorry <laughs> so we missed what you no, said okay i was just saying that there's no it makes no sense it's like why would i why would i choose your the, the her mom over my mom you know? Yeah, you it's know. your mom. <laughs> it's yeah. Like... So. Yeah. Although yeah. I do prefer uh, Star's mom more than I prefer my mom. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the grass is always greener. I know. I mean, but they talk, like, a lot. Like, Star and her mom call each other, like, at least once or twice a day. And I'm just like, oh, all right, that's, nice. that's, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Our, <clears throat> I know, um, I know, sorry. <laughs> We're no, not no, used no. to recording this early. <laughs> it's not even that early. It's just early for us to record. It's early, yeah. Normally, by the time we record, there's been a whole day of, you know... Stuff. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I guess I might be cutting in and out, so I... You are, yeah. Yes. I apologize if I screw up the audio, but... Um, that's okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the internet. But, um, so I'll, uh, anyways, so, um, I'll just mute myself so that way I don't, like, there, there's not a lot of, like, weird sounds or anything. And then well, when I want to, when I want to say something, I'll just unmute myself. Okay. Um, all right. So, hey guys, thank you so much for checking in 
uh, with Bloody Podcast. Chicken in. I, <laughs> I don't know why I started it that way. Uh, it's a quick check-in. All right. See you later. Um, I'm Lori Ronkamp, joined, as always, by my co-host, Maria Felix, and our resident guest, Cash Abdumalik. Hello. Checking in with Cash and Lori. Checking in. And Maria. <laughs> you guys okay? <laughs> you know, I'm not... I'm not a hundred percent. Let's talk about it. Let's get into yeah. it. Mentally or physically? Am I? Which one? Yeah, both. Both are bad. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> so that's why we focus on other people. Yeah. To- oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> Sweet segue. Thank you. And today we're going to talk about Maria Licciardi. So this is going to be part of the Godmother series, which is only our second installment of it. If you remember, I started it way back in like, I want to say late 2020, maybe even early 2021, uh, where we were covering the ladies of the mob. Oh, yeah. And this is this is this is one of them. This is Maria Licciardi. Hmm. Nice. Okay, so these are mob women. These are women who run who've run parts of the mob. That's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. The godmothers. <laughs> the godmothers. Uh, so today we take a trip to Naples, Italy to spend some time with the, with the Licciardi clan. Uh, the smell of olive oil fills the air. <laughs> People yelling. <laughs> yeah. People yelling. Yeah. It's, it's the only, only happy place. yelling. It's the only place where you could get knocked out just by somebody yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a wild dog. <laughs> Maria Licciardi was born into the life. <laughs> Her father was a well-known local gang boss in their suburb of Secondigliano, who reported to the Camorra. So every time I'm going to do one of these, there's there's like literally hundreds of years of mafia history that I can never fully explain or even attain, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, quick overview. The Camorra is one of the oldest and largest criminal organizations in Italy, dating all the way back to the 17th, 17th century, and is made up of multiple clans led by individual bosses. The infighting between different clans is very common. And then there's also, like, the Sicilian mob. There's, like, different... This is the, like, you know, Northern Italy kind of clan mob. Oh, okay. So there's huge... There's, like, huge, almost, like, governmental bodies. And then within those bodies, there's states of, of, <laughs> of, of mobs. And then within those states, there's even smaller clans in the cities. Like, it's just, like... Great. Ga- yeah. <laughs> it's a clash of clans. <clears throat> in the 1970s, Maria's brother, Hennaro, found the mob war, fought in the mob war between the two Camorra factions, the Nuova Famiglia and the Nuova Camorra Organizzata. Those were the two that were fighting against each other, which, unsurprisingly, was a bunch of clans versus a bunch of other clans. So he was a capo for the Giuliano clan, who was a part of the Nuova Famiglia. The Nueva Camorra Organizata was unable to kill Hinaro multiple times. So instead, they killed his and Maria's younger brother, Antonio, as part of the war. 
Oh. Poor Antonio. He didn't do nothing to nobody. He, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he did a lot of stuff to everybody. <laughs> or maybe he was the youngest brother. He, may, he might have been the youngest brother. It's hard to tell for some reason, at least through English translations of stuff, how many siblings the Maria had. But this was definitely a younger brother. Uh, so eventually... The Organizata fell, which put Hennaro in a position to take control of his area. He founded the Lichiardi clan, and by the 1990s, he was the godfather of northern Naples. Hennaro was na- nicknamed the monkey, since he always managed to escape arrest and attempts on his life. It's a mm. bad nickname. No? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was because... It was by climbing out of windows or, like, onto roofs and fire escapes and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. He was just very agile, like a monkey. I'm sure he was like, I'm like, I'm like a hawk. I'm like a cool animal. And they're like, no, you're a monkey. (laughs) You're a monkey. (laughs) Remember that time you pick up your pool and you throw it out of me? (laughs) You're the monkey now. That was a funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time you stick your finger up your butt and then you lick your finger? Ah, uh, yeah, that's a monkey. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> With a few other bosses, Hennaro founded the Secondigliano Alliance, which is still the largest controlling cartel in Naples. Um, I don't think I put it in here. Oh, I did. So the Secondigliano Alliance, the Secondigliano is the suburb that I mentioned earlier where Maria lives. So they kind of just named it after, like, I guess the area. In 1982, Hinaro was captured by police at a roadblock on his way to meet the other Alliance mob boss, Francesco Malardo. In 1994, still under custody, he died of sepsis while at the hospital. A bloody power struggle would ensue. And Maria and their brother, Vicenzo, tried to stabilize tensions amongst the clans. But then, Vicenzo was arrested shortly thereafter. And the three founders of the Secondigliano Alliance were either dead or arrested. Soon after that, Maria's brother Pietro and her husband were also arrested. And then her nephew got arrested, which pivoted Maria to become the new leader. Maria was known as La Picciolina, or maybe it's Picolina, which means the little girl, because she was short. (laughs) That's so frustrating. She'd be like, my fucking brother was a monkey. You guys came up with a whole animal for him. I mean, he hated it. It caused a lot of problems in his life, but I mean, I'm just the short one. You're just just the little girl. The little girl. I'm just a little girl. That's literally what I am. (laughs) Maybe they were like, it's either the little girl or the aunt. And she's like, I'll take a little girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But little does she know, if she had done her research, the aunt would have been, because they can lift like four times their body weight. Yep, yep. Yeah. Pretty fierce. But she did not want to be squashed like an aunt. (laughs) I take it back. Oh, where did Lori go? Where is she? Here she is. Okay. Um, so, yes, she was known as La Picolina, but she would come to be known, and still is, the godmother 
of Naples. It's better. It is said by everyone that she is charismatic, cold, calculating, and extremely intelligent. Under her reign in the 1990s, the Alliance would come to work much more efficiently and without conflict on their existing enterprises, which included racketeering, extortion of local shopkeepers, drug trafficking, and all other kinds of mob activities. We got our hands in a lot of pots. They do. The neighborhoods, then and now, are caught in a vicious cycle of dependence and extortion with the mob. The mob claims to offer safety and occasionally does give a handout, with many clans having traditions that benefit their communities, like, like helping those most in need in their neighborhood. In many areas, people praise and eulogize fallen members of the organizations. Even today, murals of fallen gang members are put up in neighborhoods. The police often shoot to kill the youth in this area and the young misguided sons of poor neighborhoods. Their frequent deaths are one of the many reasons the neighborhoods are sometimes forced to put more stock into the mafia than their own government. In the 90s, violence went down when Maria convinced the clans to unite instead of fighting for territories. The the Secondigliano Alliance expanded, bringing together 20 clans. Maria then opened the door to make money off prostitution for the Camorra, who had previously had a ban on making money off of sex trafficking. Let's adjust these girls up. Let's get them out. <laughs> it's time to make a cash. I'm sure that was exactly what she said. I wonder what her argument was. She's like, I'm a woman. I know that women don't mind this. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> Whereas before, like, it's not like the mob has, a, like, you know, tight morals. But it's a pretty good one to be like, we're not going to make money off exploiting women for sex and then she's like nah I think it's fine yeah guys yeah. come on they like it <laughs> she, she probably reframed it and was like it's sexist to not do this right yeah you it's know? the oldest profession in the world that's probably you're 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 right yeah probably that's, that's what she did yeah. she's like why wouldn't we do this yeah what are you sexist and everyone's like no <laughs> I'm not <laughs> so she made a deal with the Albanians to buy sex trafficking victims for $2,000 each. The victims were then transported to Italy and Spain and their other territories to be trafficked. Like taken. Yeah. But all they did was just talk about how great Albania is. (laughs) (laughs) The women are often there against their will, obviously. They're underage and have been tricked with the promise of honest work. Oh, I regret what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Instant regret. And they're made dependent on drugs to get through the day. I thought this is like the fun kind of sex trafficking. Not the, no. Where like they want to do it. And they're like, yeah. Sure. They're high class escorts. All of them. I'm down for this. (laughs) Would you ladies like a life of intrigue? Let me stop you there and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Run, run. No, I want to know what's going to happen every day. Yeah. The day after next. Yeah. Maria managed to keep a low profile. 
and she showed the clans to do the same. Which the uh, which led to her becoming known as La Princesa, the princess, in 1998. So she went from the little girl to the princess. Okay, it's good because she had a she seemed like she had a sterling reputation. Okay. In 1998, police had their first brush with Maria when she was temporarily arrested after being found with $100,000 in cash at a roadblock. She gave no info up about the money and was let go. After that, she went, fur- she went to further lengths to stay out of the spotlight. In another instance, they had planned to bust a meeting that she was going to attend with 13 other mob bosses. At a really obvious, like, there was like, okay, we're going to meet at this hamlet in, on like a Sunday and talk about our businesses. And so 13 other bosses showed up. All men. They were all arrested, but she didn't go. I'm imagining them meeting at Hamburger Hamlet in West Hollywood <laughs> because they wouldn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> they would not expect that. They should have gone with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go. The clubs are open. It's early. Is, wait, Hamburger Hamlet is the one. Isn't that the one in uh, Studio City? Are you thinking of Hamburger Marys? I am thinking of Hamburger Marys. Also good. Uh, also not not would not be expected. See, no, it wasn't. You <laughs> wouldn't be able to hear their plans over the drag queens. That's very true. You know? Can you imagine? Oh, Can you imagine great. a bunch of mobsters <laughs> eating brunch on Sunday at Hamburger Mary's? What can I get you boys? They're like fucking some space. Mimosas. <laughs> Mimosas too. <laughs> I would. I think it would be funny because I think they would like kind of get into it. You know? Oh yeah. They would be like, "This is a this is a perfect spot." <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody can hear us. Everybody's paying attention to other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what? the beautiful ladies. Yeah, one of the guys is like, the broads in here are very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Joey. Let him Let him live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> let him enjoy himself. He hasn't, he hasn't gone out much since Linda left. <laughs> <laughs> let him explore. Yeah, exactly. Let him be happy today. That's yeah. why Linda left. things took a turn for her in 1999 when a shipment of pure heroin arrived from turkey maria thought the drug was too pure to put it on the street and forbade her people from using it however the loruso clan disagreed and distributed the drugs Mm mm-hmm a huge uptick in overdoses occurred in the la- in the neighborhoods, with eleven deaths occurring in April of nineteen ninety nine alone. Oof. <clears throat> and that's when they come for you too. Exactly. They, you get deaths and stuff. That's when police are like, "Ugh, now you're making us do stuff." Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> the police cracked down on gang activity because you know the public was in an uproar about why this was happening. They get so they cracked down on gang activity, and now the, there's a turf war between the Larusos and the Lichiardis and other clans. Uh, the gangs didn't just use guns and knives. This isn't fucking West Side Story. I don't think they have guns in that either. Well, they did have sweet dance moves, though. They so. did. Well, they they <laughs> yeah. kept those. They kept yeah. those. 
Tradition. Yeah. Tradition. Um, they Tradition. Qu- <laughs> they quickly escalated to using bazookas and car bombs. There you go. When four of her own clan were killed on their own territory, Maria unleashed her fury. She sent her foot soldiers to the Lo Russo territory. The turf war would eventually result in over 120 deaths. Now, as the known leader of the Secondigliano Alliance to the police, she was put on the most wanted list. In June of 2000, and then she, she just like, she was on the, you know, she was a fugitive. But then in June of 2000, a tip led, uh, would, a tip led to one of her hideouts. Reportedly, a couple of hundred police showed up mm. to an abandoned building in Secondigliano. She escaped, duh, because like, there's like an army of police coming your way. Somebody's going to tell her. So stupid. It's so stupid. It's like, that's what like, oh, we found her hideout. Let's send 300 police and 70 hel- helicopters. I bet it was just like, we watch, we watch a lot of cheaters. I bet it was just like cheaters where they're just like, we found the place. Come on, everybody, let's go. Let's go. Everybody roll out. Everybody roll out. Come on. <laughs> and they're just running towards the place. And everybody's watching. They're just like, holy shit, it's the cops. <laughs> we should. Policia. Policia, policia. Yeah, at, at some point she just gets tired of, of hearing it. It's like her phone's ringing. She's like, "Don't answer that." It's just they're just gonna tell me the police are coming. Yeah, like, like twenty seven times. Like, <laughs> we, we know they're coming. They're so thirsty. They won't leave me alone. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's just yeah, that to me is so crazy that they would do that. And they're always, you know, the police are always talking about their stealth attacks. And it's yeah. like when, where? Yeah. Point to one. If you know, the police don't know how to like be stealth. I mean, we, we have stealth. We we wear dark clothing. And I think the SEAL team is the stealth one. Oh, SEALs. They're better than the police. No, that's true. We should all kill ourselves. <laughs> we're the <Yeah>. police. <laughs> we're the police. <laughs> they fly down. That's why. They like will fly. They'll like get ropes and stuff. The police are just like, you know, uh, 60, 40 year old men just like, <laughs> like. I'm going to do this for every woman that's ever told me I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to show her. Yeah, and they all have their own theme songs that they, that they you know, audibly are singing out loud as they're yeah. coming to, like, the place. It was, highway yeah. to the danger zone. Shut up, John. <laughs> on a river. Exactly. We got too many melodies. We got too many melodies going on, right? <laughs> bad girl, bad girl. Such a sad girl. Joey. Joe, let him have fun. Let him have fun. He he, he picked up the song from Hamburger Mary's. He loves this stuff. <laughs> Wait, he's a cop now? He was undercover. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, good story. I'm, that is. <laughs> that, that's a nice story. It's not bad. Heartwarming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she escaped, like I said. But inside, they found an attic. This is fabulous. Outfitted with top-of-the-line surveillance, marble floors, mm. a grand piano, and a jacuzzi. Wow. Now, there's no mention of a bed. Maybe there was a bed, but I like to pretend there wasn't a bed. So that she was like, I'm going to hide out here, and I don't need a bed. I just need a jacuzzi and a piano. Exactly. I sleep on the piano. I eat in the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I go toilet in the piano. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I go toilet on the surveillance stuff. <laughs> some really crunchy melodies. <laughs> 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 like, Good night, and everyone's just like, "Where are you sleeping? <laughs> Do you need us to bring a bed?" No. no, 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 no. It's like she forgot. Have you ever, have you ever helped somebody move and they forget something and they're like insisting they don't need it? And yes. It's like, did you forget the bed? No, I intentionally did not bring a bed. <laughs> what about the fridge? I don't need a fridge. I yeah. don't need a fridge. I never wanted the fridge. All right. <laughs> I'm a freaking. <laughs> Just leave. Leave me alone. All right, I'm going to go. But, you know, this is your last chance. I'll get you a bed. No. no. Yeah, you try to, when you try to help them, like, like, have a mini fridge, have some pots and pans. I don't need any of that. I don't need any of that. This woman forgot her couch, and she was insisting to me that even though she told me in the beginning that she, she needed it to be moved, she was like, no, actually, you know what? This is great. I don't need a couch. It's like. <laughs> ridiculous i think for the longest time we tried to have our bedroom without a dresser and we we're like we don't need it we'll minimize our clothes and our space <laughs> but your clothes sit on the floor yes yeah yes we need a dresser <laughs> fucking dresser just like piles um so she continued to evade capture and she never left her neighborhood doing so. As she laid low, she continued her war against her rivals, including another woman boss. <clears throat> excuse me. Including another woman, Erminia Giliano. Giliano. Which is the last name of... The, the clan that her brother was originally a capo for. Oh. So it's always just infighting. In 2001, the tenacious senior prosecutor in their area, I assume that's like the ADA, um, Luigi, Bobi, Luigi Bobbio, started going after members of her clan. So she bombed his building as a warning. She was arrested in 2001 after being caught aboard a train car with a married couple. Hmm. The man was arrested for aiding her, but the woman wasn't arrested because she was mother of a child. She was the mother of a child, which is interesting. Interesting rule. Well, that's weird. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> she was sentenced. Maria was sentenced to eight years in prison. Because it sounds like the case against her wasn't too strong. Like, I think they just got her on some, like, racketeering charges. Because that's the thing. She's so under the radar that you, with all these mob bosses, you can never really prove that they ordered the hits and stuff, you know? Right. So, while she was in jail, her brother Vicenzo, who was now out of jail, ruled the clan from the outside. But she, too, continued to rule the clan from prison. That was absolutely no problem. It's, like, no problem. It's, like, easier sometimes. Um... Vincenzo was then arrested again in 2008, just in time, because she was released in 2009. After her release, she faded into the shadows to continue her reign as La Madrina, the godmother of the Licciardi clan. So now we're at La Madrina because we started at the little girl. Right. We went to the princess. Mm -hmm. 
and now we're the godmother. It's not bad. That's a that's a dissension. Yeah. Yes. The alliance grew, gaining stronger ties in Spain, getting and making relationships in South America, the Dominican Republic, stronger ties in the Balkans and the Netherlands. Wow. In June in June of 2019, an anti-Camara operation was launched. So every once in a while, like, you know, the citizens are up in arms, understandably, about the violence of the gangs and how they take, you know, their young sons and recruit them. And then, like, the police will, will launch, like, an anti-mafia campaign and they'll, like, arrest a bunch at once. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, it feels a little fruitless sometimes. Because... The, the charge it is yeah <laughs> i mean it's not and it is you know because they have it just happens like every like seven years or so it happens in new york a lot i, I was yeah. in i was in new york in 2011 and i remember there were like a, <clears throat> there were a ton of helicopters that were traveling to bay ridge and canarsie to and they made tons of arrests crazy for like the the um the New York Mafia, and they arrested a lot of people that day specifically. And it was like, whoa, where's this coming from? And then we found out that somebody had been killed, somebody of importance had been killed. Mm-hmm. And I, I that that was a, like a legendary one because they brought down a lot, a lot of a lot of people. Mm, I wonder what the what it was called. I don't know. They all have like fun names. Like this one was Operation Old Bridge. Right. Yeah, something something crazy. Is that a slam on Maria? <laughs> And she's like, that's not about me, right? That's not about me. I'm not the old bridge in this, am I? And I still have not gotten a, an, an animal name. I'm now Godmother, which I'm fine with, but I'm just saying, I better not be the goddamn old bridge. Yeah. It would have been nice to be the Sphinx. Sphinx is great. I get that going for 40 years. That's what started the turf war. They kept calling her the little girl. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say someone else took Sphinx. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm the Sphinx. Erminia Giuliano took Sphinx, and she was like, damn it! Son of a bitch! I'll kill you. But she did. She did start um, turf wars and just, like, kill people off just for having simple arguments. Like, she was ruthless. You could not, you could not disagree with her. So it's not really far off if she tried to give herself a nickname, and then somebody was like, ah, I don't think that works. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> It's like, mm. I saw that movie Mother last night. I didn't care for it. Did you like it? Yes. Turf war. <laughs> no, please, I have family. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I thought it was good. It was a metaphor. All right, all right. You didn't understand the metaphor? No, didn't care. <laughs> What's a metaphor? Is that an animal? Can I be called a metaphor? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, I, I love that just conversations are so fraught. With her, it's just like you know. Yeah. How's your date? How's your date, Mikey? <gasps> good. <laughs> I had a bad day. <laughs> oh shit, Jesus. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> so anxious. Yeah. He's trying to leave. She's like, "Stay. Listen to me." Uh, I know I'm Kurt. <laughs> so, um, Operation Old Bridge targeted 126 members, including Maria. 86 were arrested. But Maria was not among them. She escaped again. Ah. The police 
seized assets worth over and companies worth over 130 million euros for that for that bust. Which is good. It's pretty good. In July of that same year, 2019, her lawyer managed to annul the preventative order against her, making her a free woman. Basically, there was no uh, order out for her arrest. Pretty good lawyer. Yeah, it's a very good lawyer. She roamed freely until August of 2021, when she was caught at the airport trying to take a flight to Spain, likely to further expand her enterprises. Police arrested her on new charges of extortion rackets as the lead of the Ligiardi clan. At her hearing, she reportedly refused to speak at all. Hmm. Very little news has emerged since then of the Lady Camorra. That's another nickname. <laughs> to date, there's only one photo of her besides the three mugshots circulating online. So only one candid photo. Oh, wow. She is still considered the leader of the Licciardi clan. Today. Today. And that's what we know so far of Maria Licciardi. Maria, if you're listening, Maria Licciardi, if you're listening. Lady Camorra. Lady Camorra. Oh, Lady Camorra. No, 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 no. The Lady Camorra. The Lady Camorra. If you're listening. The Sphinx. We meant no disrespect to you. We didn't know you were still alive. I knew. Well, I didn't. I didn't know. If I said anything weird, <laughs> her crass, eh, you're cool. I didn't mean it. You're great. She's chilling in jail right now. She's in prison. Mm. But she's not, like, you know, not, not doing anything. Okay. That's a perfect time to listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, are you Jeez. looking her up? Uh, No. <laughs> check out the play podcast if you're check it out check her out check it out let us <clears throat> what you think put a comment be like this is Maria yeah uh, to, to us you could be any animal that you want to be yes that any your heart feels. yeah what is the thing from Harry Potter called an animatus a- animagus oh, yeah. animagus I think yeah the one that shapes us into an animal yeah your your spell that your animal that protects you yeah Oh no, that's a, a a Patronus. A Patronus. Yeah, Maria, your Patronus is the Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> Sly, quick, cold, intelligent, and rare. arrogant, and rare. Oh, rare! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> rare. I said, it's all. That's all. Cash, Ca- I will say of everyone here, Cash really doesn't like you. Uh, what? So. No, that's not true. He loves you the most. No, I love you the most. I'm such a fan. <laughs> don't listen to her. No, really? Uh, off air, you were like, I don't give a fuck if she hears this. She what? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> we gotta go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, that's yeah. Check us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check us yeah, out. Check, us out. <laughs> check in. Tell your prison buddies about us. Uh, you know, we're not always in the, we're not always on, you know, not on your side, but some things are bad. Some things are fine. What? <laughs> he is running for Congress, guys. Yes. That's there perfect. Are, there are good people on both sides. <laughs> good um, people on both sides. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, she's turned already. I've, I've uh. won. I've won the election. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good night. See you at Hamburger Mary's. <laughs>